0: you're right I'm speaking to Barry Jones, director at Honey Attorneys in Bloemfontein, who specializes in commercial litigation in the firm's dispute resolution department. So Barry, what is a restraint of trade agreement and when can one be included in an employment contract?
1: Restraint of trade agreements are most often entered into between the employer and the employee at the time when the contract of employment is concluded. They may form part of a contract of employment or they may be included in a separate contract which may even be signed long after an employment agreement was signed. The purpose of a restraint of trade clause or agreement is quite simply to protect an employer from an employee who resigns and opens up his own business in the same space or moves to a competitor of his former employer and tries to hijack his former employer's business. The most common way of doing this is, for example, a sales rep moving to a competitor's business and approaching all his old customers to bring them along to his new business when he leaves. At any time during the employment relationship, an employer may therefore negotiate a restraint of trade agreement with that employee, preventing him from moving to the direct competition when leaving the business of his former employer.
0: Are restraint of trade agreements still enforceable in South Africa?
1: This is a question which I often get from both employer and employee clients. And the answer is simply that yes, even in our constitutional dispensation, where Section 22 of the Constitution guarantees every citizen the right to choose their employment freely, restraint of trade agreements are most certainly enforceable. Because of the draconian effect that the enforcement of a Restraint of Trade Agreement will have, our courts are very careful to enforce them, though, and enforce them only in the appropriate circumstances. It must be shown that the terms of the Restraint of Trade Clause are reasonable and that the former employer has a commercial interest to protect in enforcing the clause. Using the sales rep example, if the rep was employed in Bloemfontein and serviced only Bloemfontein-based clients in a Bloemfontein-specific market, it would be unreasonable for the employer to say that if the employee moves to Cape Town, that employee will not be entitled to operate in the same field in Cape Town. Under circumstances such as these, the employer will most likely only be entitled to enforce the restraint agreement in the Bloemburton area, as that is where the employer's commercial interests, which he seeks to protect, reside.
0: How is a restraint agreement enforced?
1: How it works is that if, as an employer, you are of the view that your former employee is operating in breach of a restraint of trade clause, you must get your attorney as quickly as possible and seek their advice as to the enforcement of the clause. Although a restraint of trade dispute would appear to flow from our labor law, it is actually a contractual dispute which entitles you, in the appropriate circumstances, to interdictory relief. What you have to do is, on an urgent basis, approach either the High Court or the Labor Court requesting that your restraint of trade agreement is enforced. What the effect ultimately will be is that an employee will, if the court is inclined to grant the employer a court order, not be allowed to be employed by a direct competitor who has the potential to do the employer's business damage by using the confidential information which an employee became privy to during the course of this employment with his former employer.
0: If an employee has not signed a restraint of trade agreement, can an employer still prevent that former employee from moving to the competition?
1: The answer is quite simply no. Our courts are not inclined to read a restraint clause into a contract when an employer asserts that same was an implied term of the agreement. Because of the potential detrimental impact which the enforcement of a restraint of trade clause may have on an employee and ultimately that employee's family as well, the courts will specifically look to the contractual provision and the reasonableness of it in the circumstances of every particular matter.
0: What must one be aware of from both an employer and employee's perspective when negotiating a restraint of trade agreement?
1: From an employer's perspective, it is important to be aware thereof that the courts warn against a one-size-fits-all contractual provision. In other words, the provision which you use when negotiating a CEO's contract should most often be totally different to the provision which you use when negotiating a rep's contract in the same company. It is also important to note that the geographical area and the restraint period must be reasonable. An employer must identify what the interests are which it seeks to protect and define those interests as completely as possible when concluding the agreement. From the employee's perspective, it is very important that you read your restraint of trade agreement when entering into your contract of employment. If you are uncertain of anything, go and speak to your attorney. It often happens that employees are excited when they conclude employment agreements and are willing to sign anything that an employer puts in front of them. You must, however, be aware that what the consequences of a restraint of trade agreement may be if you ever terminate your employment and decide to take up employment in a competing environment.
0: That was Barry Jones, director at Honey Attorneys in Bloemfontein.
1: Download this useful podcast now on ofm.coza.